Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. This is episode number 37, and today's topic is on set-aside, 8A orientation. Please take a moment to subscribe and rate our podcast. Your feedback is important to us. Now on to today's episode. Congratulations on your acceptance into the 8A Business Development Program. That can be quite a feat, and it's well worth the wait. Now that you are certified, it's time to educate you on the program. Remember, the more you know, the better prepared you are to make the best educated decisions for your business. Think of this as an overview of just one small segment of the 8A set-aside program, the 8A orientation. What is an 8A orientation? It's an 8A orientation is a meeting between a newly certified 8A firm and the Small Business Administration, otherwise known as SBA. This meeting can be held one-on-one, by telephone, or in a group setting. The purpose is to welcome you into the program and go over the program requirements. Also, it's a chance for you to meet with your assigned business opportunity specialist, who will be your main point of contact with SBA. Each district office will have their own way of performing the orientation, but the information covered is the same. Be prepared to take lots of notes and ask questions. You should have received three letters from SBA prior to this first meeting. The first letter is your welcome letter from the local district office. The second letter is a marketing letter and it tells you about all the different government procurement activities within the local area. It is important that you hang on to these letters as you'll need to refer to them throughout your time in the program. Remember to turn your participation agreement in as soon as possible. The BOS, Business Opportunity Specialist, will provide you with a brief overview of the program. They will go into detail on program requirements, expectations, and assistance available to you. Topics typically discussed during the orientation are business plan. Before receiving your first contract, you must have your business plan approved by SBA. During this meeting, be sure to ask your business opportunity specialist for a copy of that business plan. And I would ask for it electronically, not a hard copy, so that you can modify it easily. Because you're going to need to keep this updated throughout your tenure in the program. You only have 30 days from the date of your orientation to turn this into SBA. So the sooner you get started, the better. Start on it immediately. Don't procrastinate. The next thing they're going to discuss is financial documents. 
Financial statements always need to include notes, attachments, and supplements. They need to be submitted to SBA each year. Your revenue will determine the actual type of statement that is needed. And we're going to discuss three types of statements. If your total revenue is above $10 million, then you are required to have audited financial statements. These financial statements need to be prepared by a licensed certified public accountant and are due to SBA within 120 days of your end of your fiscal year. If your revenues is between $2 million and $10 million, then you're going to need reviewed financial statements prepared again by a licensed CPA, and they're due within 90 days of the close of your fiscal year. Total revenue less than $2 million must submit annual financial statements in a format acceptable by SBA prepared in-house or by a licensed independent accountant, verified to the accuracy by an authorized officer, partner, limited liability company member, or sole proprietor, and they're due within to SBA within 90 days of your fiscal year. Now, most small businesses' fiscal year ends December 31st. The problem that you have at the end of your fiscal year is, is that SBA, in order to be able to accept any offerings on your behalf, they have to verify your size. So what I suggest you do is January 3rd, or the next day that you come back to work from the end of the fiscal year, or the end of the year, you need to submit to SBA in-house financials so that they can at least do the eligibility determination so you don't lose the chance of not being awarded a contract because they don't have your financials. Generally, the SBA representative will reach out to you and let you know that they have a contract and they need your financials. So why does SBA need your financial statements? Well, I've discussed one of the reasons, but we'll go into it. In order to accept any requirements on your behalf of SBA and your business, they need to verify your business size. Are you small for the NATES code assigned to that procurement? Remember that SBA must certify that you meet all program qualifications prior to receiving a set-aside contract. In addition, SBA also will perform ratio analysis on your business, and that's the other reason they use your financials. Okay. So what's the next thing besides financials do they talk about? Number three is business activity targets. SBA created business activity targets, and they refer to them as BATS. Due to the number of former 8A firms going out of business after graduating from the 8A program. Research determined that these firms were overly dependent on the 8A sole source contracts. And in an effort to help these businesses, SBA created business activity targets to force 8A businesses to compete on competitive requirements outside the 8A program. These business activity targets expressed as a percentage 
of total revenue. And remember, this is a nine-year program. SBA has stated that firms must meet these percentages of total revenue in order to be eligible to receive 8A sole source contracts. Failure to meet these percentages can result in your business not being able to receive sole source contracts or worse, you can be removed from the 8A program. So starting in year 5, 15% of your total gross receipts has to be in non-8A revenue. It can be still be in government contracting revenue, so it can still be federal contracts. It just can't be 8A sole source contracts or 8A competitive contracts. Those kind of hurt you. Both of those kind of hurt you. Year 6, it goes to 25%. Year 7, it jumps up another 10%. To 35%. Year 8, it's 45%. And year 9, it's 55%. The businesses that run into problems meeting the business activity targets are ones that don't continue to seek contracts outside the 8A program. This is something that you'll have to digitally work on throughout your tenure in the program. The next thing that SBA is going to discuss with you is an overview of the, all the programs offered by SBA. Your brief, your BOS will provide, it's a brief overview of what's available to you from SBA. They provide, a, <clears throat> your BOS will provide a brief overview of all the assistance that is available to you through SBA. SBA provides a variety of programs to assist you. So let's talk about the programs. Counseling. SBA has a wide range of counseling services available to assist your business, whether you're starting out or growing and expanding. The first one is SCORE. SCORE has helped more than 10 million entrepreneurs through mentoring, workshops, and educational resources. Small Business Development Centers. They're also known as SBDCs. SBDCs aid small businesses and aspiring entrepreneurs throughout the United States and its territories by providing one-on-one -on -one counseling, workshops, marketing assistance, and educational assistance. Women's Business Center, also known as WBCs. Women's business centers are designed to assist women in starting and growing their business. Also, they cannot prejudice. So if you're a male and want to go see the Women's Business Center, go ahead and go. They'll be glad to see you. That's the first part, the counseling. Let's go on to the second, credit. SBA has loans. So SBA works with lenders to provide loans to your business. If you need an investor, they can help you find an investor for your business. If you need bonding for government contracts, they have a surety bond program that can assist you with the bonding. Now let's go on to the contracting, the third C. As we're talking about the 8A Business Development Program, it's a nine-year program to help socially and economically disadvantaged business compete in the open marketplace. The Hub Zone Program 
historically underutilized business zones. The whole purpose of a hub zone is to create jobs in rural or low-income areas to help the nation's economy. Let's talk about the Service Disabled Veteran-Owned Program. The federal government's goal to award to, to Service Disabled Veterans is 3% of all federal contracts. Women-Owned Small Businesses. Women-Owned Small Business has a 5% set aside. 5% is roughly $115 billion set aside for women-owned small businesses. Another program SBA offers is disaster assistance. SBA will offer disaster assistance to small businesses and homeowners that are hurt by national disaster. Advocacy. SBA's advocacy department is independent voice for small businesses within the federal government. The Watchdog for the Regulatory Flexibility Act and a source of small business statistics. Advocacy advances the views and concerns of small businesses before Congress, the White House, the federal agencies, the federal courts, and state policymakers. Other resources. Depending on what's offered in your local area, they may talk to you about procurement technical assistance centers, otherwise known as PTECs. PTECs can provide assistance from writing proposals and finding opportunities to helping you market. They'll talk to you about small business specialists, which small businesses are specialists in the area that you need to see. Large activities have small business specialists whose whole job is to help you market to the local agency that they work for. Your whole goal is to get a capability. And contracting officers. A contracting officer is a person who can bind the federal government of the United States to a contract that is greater than the micro-purchase threshold. I find it easy to prepare for a meeting if I have an idea of what's going to transpire in the meeting. Remember, the better prepared you are, the better chances you are to achieve your goals. As always, we hope you enjoy today's topic and are better prepared when the local SBA official comes to visit. Now, stop subscribe to this podcast, and provide a rating. Your feedback is essential to us. If you have a topic you would like to discuss further, please contact me. My contact information will be in today's show notes. Thank you very much, and as always, until next time, be safe.